So <laughs> everyone knows they don't have movies anymore. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, coffee? Yeah. Oh, coffee? I got it. I, I, are you going to have any? I've had so much coffee today. I love coffee. Do you feel like you might be at the at your? I mean, I will be having coffee. However, that should not influence your choice. You, you know, know what's right. right for you. Maybe just yeah, have some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> maybe just a single shot. Maybe just a maybe. You want know a double shot's good, like a quadruple. Just like how much do you have? All of it. Dude, people expect so much out of me. The death knell of 2015 has begun to chime. Year-end lists are being compiled. Hapless romantics are planning their I've always loved you speeches. And somewhere near Times Square, Ryan Seacrest is practicing counting down from ten. My name is David Sharp, and this is Midnight Breakfast, a show where my funny friends gather in our breakfast nook here in not-so-bad Van Nuys, California, to tell true stories over the warmth of a home-cooked meal. Tonight, we celebrate the year that was by gathering some of my favorite party animals together and talking about that last arbitrarily designated sequence of 365 days. We have new guest, Aaron Pita. We met at a bachelor party in Cabo. (laughs) I knew that alcohol was going to be involved somehow. And unforgettable old acquaintances, Jorge Riverall. Maybe you do, maybe I don't, so what? (laughs) Maybe this is my house arrest bracelet. That's what you... (laughs) And Becky Kluger. I don't know that Bernie Sanders self-identifies as male. Have we... uh, I think he's not on record. You will also hear the voice and laughter of culinary engineer and contributing wit Shayna Brennan, audio engineer and Midnight Breakfast team member Dave Brennan, and the occasional meowch from Thomas the Cat. You might also hear the clatter of silverware or hiss of bacon, and we hope that you don't find that room noise too distracting. we just like to keep the breakfast nook a little warmer than the average podcast studio. Our guests are treated to a delightful dessert provided by our sponsor, Kettle Glazed Donuts in Hollywood, California, online at kettleglazed.com. Kettle Glazed. Great donuts. Additionally, if you would like to be a sponsor of our show, you can go to our Facebook or Twitter pages where we have put up a link to our Patreon account. You can go there to give us compliments or money. Preferably money. And finally, if you'd like to spend New Year's Eve with me and the brainy Shayna, you can come to the Ventura Improv Company's New Year's Spectacular, where you can watch Shayna and I perform improvised comedy without the benefit of post-production to save us. Tickets and details at www.venturaimprov.com. But the countdown has begun. Pour yourself a glass of champagne and grab someone to kiss, preferably someone that wants to be kissed, and come celebrate the last midnight breakfast of 2015 with me and my weirdo buddies. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go to the midnight breakfast. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go to the midnight breakfast. Eggs and bacon, waffles too. No topic, there is taboo. Coffee's black, but Joe's got Cut whatever I have for right now. How was your 2015? Pretty good. Bought a car. I've had that car. Got rid of old car. Nearly died. <laughs> <laughs> Are those related to the car or is the dying separate? Dying oh. is from the old car overheating and leaving me stranded in the desert. And then, you know, possibly animals eating my body. Possibly car exploding. Hence hence the need for a new car. Yes. Because the old one might kill you. Was your old car Christine? (laughs) 
Uh, my car was a 94 Honda Civic. It was plum purple. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, that's the sound you would make if he told you that, like, <laughs> oh, his cat died. Oh, it was an orange tabby. It's so sweet. Oh. I've never had a purple car. Uh, it was so friendly. It loved people. It loved people. <laughs> I remember that car. I rode it in several times. You did. The glove compartment mm-hmm. did not like me. It didn't like anyone. It didn't like anyone. It opened willy-nilly. <laughs> shut, never. Yeah, yeah. See, kind of like me. Just open book and it won't shut up when you want it. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Back in, your 2015 was pretty big. Oh, yeah. It was uh, lots of... Kind of had like the lowest lows and the highest at a depressive episode. So I didn't want to be a lawyer anymore and then I went on a road trip and then met a girl, moved to Oregon, got engaged... So, and it's then, pretty exciting yeah, years. And now I oh. live with clowns. Oh. <laughs> so this was January? Yeah. And, and then, um... And you moved in, and, and you moved in here? Way, yeah. Wow. Now I live with David Sharp. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that's, that was our big year, was we all moved in here. My year was not nearly as exciting as it's that. It's not true. I know, see, I know things that happened to you this year, so you can't lie to me. Fill me in, because I forget. Well, you are the creative director for an app that launched this year. Yes, that wacky Noah, wow. And then got rebranded and then relaunched again yeah, this year. Yeah, that's really So, that's correct. like, you launched two apps. Wow, I'm so Which is more apps than anyone I, else that I know is I'm so interesting. Wow. <laughs> when you put it that way. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like I'm just like a guy that lives with his dad, you know? Uh, well, aren't most entrepreneurs guys that live with their dads? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're doing fine. Wow, thank you. Until the business takes off. And then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Dad's coming with me. <laughs> when did you start working on it? Started working on it October, November of 2014. Yes. And so there was the CEO, Joel, who I know. Mm-hmm. Fun, charismatic guy. Yes, and a pretty brilliant individual. The guy grew up in Argentina, has lived on like four continents, speaks three languages. Four continents, that's most. Yeah, it's the majority he's lived of on continents. most continents. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's mm-hmm. lived on you know most of what used to be Pangea. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, you know went to Cornell and Duke and was a, a lawyer. I mean, the guy's just an Uber kin. But so where where was it in the process Uber when you came Uber along? Mensch? Where was it in the oh, process? He can, he can be both. He was yeah. a Wunderkind okay. and he grew up into an Ubermensch. As they usually oh, do. Oh, I was wondering if you're a Nazi. Uh, no, I'm not. Because he, looks, he looks hey, so what kind of what kind of car do you drive? He just started speaking German. Oh, I, did, I drove a Mercedes here. I did drive a Mercedes here, but I it's an it's old not. Turbo D. It's an '84 Mercedes, so it's you more closely connected to the yeah, oh, heyday of Nazi BM, Germany production. I thought it was a BMW. You had. No, but no. they're both Nazi cars. Uh, BMW made the, they made airplane engines. Okay, but yeah. was Mercedes Nazi? Mercedes also? just made all sorts of good shit. Yeah. Okay. I don't care about cars. With, with, I'm just saying you're Nazi. Fine. We're all just in agreement that you're a Nazi. Listen, we know that. <laughs> Joel used sitting. to be. Um, Did you just find him on Craigslist? Yeah. Brilliant entrepreneur yeah. needs Aryan youth to help. <laughs> so, yeah. When you get a haircut, you just bring a picture of Aryan youth. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of their um, genetic purity <laughs> propaganda posters. Those are good hair. So just give me the Goebbels. Like it's the Goebbels. Those are nice fades. Yeah, those. I mean, it's that whole like the whole hipster look. It's the hair, pretty yeah, Nazi. The high fade with like the sweep over, the high and tight, mm-hmm. the undercut. Is that that's how ultra like hipsters so embrace the ultra that you're like, what is the most ultra thing there is? Nazi. Hitler, yeah. genocide, mm-hmm. Nazi Germany. I mean, that's you, I mean, what we're doing genocide is actually history has shown to be quite popular <laughs> and and fashionable. <laughs> yeah, that's why I try to dress like Hugo Boss. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
tickled yourself with that one young Turk. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so he has the idea for a friend making out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Quits his job at ABC New, like chief of staff, head baller guy, and he has this idea. And Why you? How you? How did you get chosen? Well, thanks for the vote of confidence, David. Uh, uh, I just know he's an open mic dirtbag. What? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> not mutually exclusive, my friend. <laughs> We met at, at a, a bachelor party in Cabo. I knew that alcohol was going to be involved somehow. <laughs> and uh, because he's a family friend of one of my best friends, it's a big learning experience for sure. Because you um, haven't done anything like this before. No, 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 not at all. Um, I, I, I did go to college. I did go to college. I do oh. have Thank you. Thank you. Uh, University of Arizona. Oh, oh, thank you. Uh, Elder School of Business and Management. Oh, 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 oh my. Thank you. <laughs> It's a real modern day version of It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> Except they should incorporate more modern day products. It's like, I'm here with my money and my Fitbit. <laughs> I would like a micro brew that came out this year, please. Subtle way to bring <laughs> up that you've currently got a Fitbit on. Maybe I do, maybe I don't, so what? <laughs> maybe this is my house arrest bracelet. That's what you, that's what you did in 2015. You got house arrested to fitness. That's true. <laughs> and it's awful, David. Yeah. Having a Fitbit is awful? Um, I'm not used to wearing it, but also it's not accurate, as, as I've mentioned before. If I applaud... Because clapping, yes, which as a comedian, is half of your life. <laughs> <laughs> then sometimes it won't take in the information. If I'm just like holding something steady and I'm walking, it will recognize it. You get pissed know. off because you're like, what am I just walking for my health? Fit, fit, come on! I said, don't miss. <laughs> oh, for the listener, I'm lifting something up and down rapidly as I'm walking. I like you said, the, the listener. Like there's listener. Just, oh, we've, we've got one. Hi, Mrs. Sharp. No, his name is Mike Ferris. He's in Ireland. Oh. We went to college together. He's a poet. Anytime I see anybody with a Fitbit, I'm like, don't you guys have an ego? Like a, a voice in your head that constantly shames you into being healthy anyways, guys? <laughs> so how much did you work out in 2015? Not enough, right? How many sit-ups did you do? I don't do sit-ups. Oh. Oh, oh, so sorry. Sit-ups. How many push-ups? No, I don't think I maybe did like 40 push-ups. Chin-ups? What do you do, just roll around? You gotta do something up. You gotta gotta bring something up. Uh, (laughs) I drink a lot. In bulletproof coffees. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just butter butter and coffee. Bacon. This is why I said yes to the podcast was the promise of bacon. Mm. I was told there'd be bacon. There is definitely bacon. I said yes for the donuts. (laughs) <laughs> so how do you like the Fitbit? Has it worked? Has it been effective? Have you um, felt fitter? Have well, you felt bitter? I think definitely to, bitter. That's the bit. Oh, oh David, the there's no there's no contraption that can remove that from me. <laughs> um, if only they had a Fitbit for compulsive <laughs> buying. I would buy that in an instant. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> you buy oh, them take me back. I'd buy ten of them. Watch oh, that, watch I think what the thing the point of the Fitbit was is I think that you're supposed to see the numbers and you try to improve them. I saw the numbers and said, ah, that's cool. <laughs> I think the average milestone is like, you're supposed to do 10,000 steps. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right, good, you did that. Now can you do 15? And I'm like, 15? That's crazy. And then that's it. <laughs> It, 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 can you do a 15? Like, nope. <laughs> All right, we're done here. That is the extent of the trick. Okay, okay so there's like a softball team with some 
stand-up comics on it, right? Mm-hmm. Listen to episode 10 with Jeff Sewing and Ryan Pfeiffer. Yeah, that team. That team. That same team. So we needed girls on the softball team, so I asked my girlfriend at the time. And then we broke up, but she stayed on the team. Oh. oh also, good. she didn't think we were going to break up. She was, like, so sure we were going to get back together. And I was like, no, like, on a softball field, I said to her, like, I'm not in love with you anymore. <laughs> on a softball field. Much the the most play. lesbian thing you can do. <laughs> oh, was there, was there an empire that goes, yeah. you're out! <laughs> Yeah, so then, like, I moved to Portland. She, for some reason, stayed on the softball team with a bunch of people who were my friends, not her friends. And then I came back and wanted to rejoin the team. And then she put on, like, Facebook and Twitter that I'm really abusive for a while. And then just the other day, she messaged 14 people at 3.30 in the morning that they should unfriend me because I'm harassing her. I'll just say it's defamatory. I'll just say that word. (laughs) Being that it's untrue. She said the other day in a mass message that I'm harassing and trolling. What does trolling mean? It's an interesting question, and and maybe a very 2015 question, because this is the year that I feel like trolling has been used beyond just internet. Yeah, you can run for president under that now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, As far as what I've known it to be, it could be as simple as, ah, made you look. To, hey, I tricked you into being into this two to three year relationship with me. Uh, you thought it was real. Yes, look, I got a rise out of you. Or look, yeah. I tri- you know, it's a very it's intentionally, it's intentionally aggravating people. Yeah, I could see how it would be aggravating to get dumped, but that's not like why I dumped her. Yeah, I don't think dumping counts as trolling. Martin Shkreli got arrested. I think Martin Shkreli is the midnight breakfast person of the year. God bless him. What a fucking 2015 that mm-hmm. motherfucker had. I don't I know who Really, really. Like, starting from being the most hated man in America because oh, he wait, raised right. yeah, the price right. of life-saving medication, then taking the incredibly surreal twist of being the purchaser of the only copy of a two million dollar Wu-Tang Clan album mm-hmm. and then the thing that makes me really happy about it getting arrested uh, like that's yeah. what just ties the bow on well, it well and he I mean true to form he got arrested for defrauding investors not for jacking up the price of a li- right, life saving medication mm-hmm. well that's legal right that's fine that's, that's, yeah, that's well that's just good business that's just yeah good business. when he raised the price he was just getting money the exactly. problem was he fucked with the money that he was getting people. Yeah. I mean, he bought that Wu-Tang album. Does he not know the cash rules everything around most people? <laughs> <laughs> there was a clause in the contract of the album, apparently, that mm-hmm. at any time the album can be stolen via elaborate heist by any member of the Wu-Tang Clan or Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah. They are close after the coffee and cigarettes with Jim Jarmusch movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wait, so... If Ghostface Killer mm-hmm. breaks into Martin Shkreli's house mm-hmm. and steals the album, mm-hmm. that's legal. Yeah. He can do that. That's what's in the contract. And then uh-huh. they could release the album. I don't know. Somebody could have been trolling me, but it was all... <laughs> <laughs> we got oh, wow, look at this. What, what constitutes as elaborate? I mean, I guess breaking down the door running in is not that elaborate. Yeah, I, I think know. you have to have at least one costume. Yeah. Like some like one a fake mustache somewhere. One laser thing. Because if you put the jizza and the rizza and mustaches, no one will know it's them. This looks wonderful, by the way. Interesting thing did happen to me this year. Oh, I got health insurance. Oh, so 
so for as much privatization as there is of our health economy, mm-hmm. we're making strides toward actually making it more public. So are you guys going to vote for Bernie Sanders? That's something that happened in 2015. Yeah, he became wild. a viable candidate. Wild. I'm going to vote for a Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to write him in? I, God, I, I feel like I've been coasting for seven years here politically. Mm-hmm. It's been so great. And now we're going to be thrown back into the wild. Uh, I feel like... Hillary Clinton is more equipped to find out the dark secrets of American history than Bernie Sanders. Because he'll tell everybody, he'll be like, There's aliens! That's day was real! That was actual footage! Oh no! I've learned too much! Because he has a heart, he has a conscience, it'll hurt him, and she'll be like, I always figured. Yeah. Yeah. I had an idea that's where we kept the aliens. Anyways. Bill probably told her. Bill probably oh, they told got her. teleportation machines. Okay, as a Jewish woman, would you rather have a Jewish president or a female president for the first time? Oh. Trying to pull yourself away from the candidates and just trying to be as as racist, Se- sexist, and racist, sexist and racist in your own heart. I don't know that Bernie Sanders self identifies as male. Have we. Oh. Is that clear? <laughs> uh, I think he's gone on record as identifying as cisgender. He identifies as a unicorn. So one pretty big thing that happened this year is you got engaged, mm-hmm. which is actually legal. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, it was already legal in the state. That okay, yeah. that's, true. that's true. It was already legal in California. But and, now and it would Oregon. be legal anywhere in America. You know what's funny to me? It wasn't yet legal in Nevada. Because it's like, that's where people go. You think, for the like quick, convenient marriage. Yeah, so you'd think that just like... Hey, marriage is sacred to us here in Nevada. <laughs> yeah. We believe in your right to get shit-canned at a casino and marry an Elvis impersonator if that's what you wanted. But just stay away from somebody with the same... No, you don't have to grab your car to do it. Yes, you have to be of the opposite direction. <laughs> Drawing some weird lines, Nevada. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Did you guys hear that Sheldon Adelson just bought the biggest paper in Nevada? Yeah. I don't know who that is. Sheldon Adelson is a actually... A Bond villain. Yeah! <laughs> He's like, I'm going to buy up all the newspapers and television stations, and then I will control the world. <laughs> and he owns casinos. But it's if you like, did that with the an Australian accent, it's Rupert Murdoch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just going to buy all the newspapers, and then I can say whatever I want about anyone. Wow, you're real good at and that. And then if you do it in like, like American English or Tim Turner. He's like Georgian, right? It's like, all I'm going to do is control all the media. And the end, the world. <laughs> the key is whatever, whatever accent you. At the end, you bring it down like. And then the world. Do Jack Nicholson next? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a hack. Oh. To Christopher Walken as a media mogul. That guys... is a different Bond movie. Yeah, he's already been a Bond villain. Uh, what was it? View to a kill. A view to a, a kill. View. A view so to a kill. kill. Does he? <laughs> I saw that movie this year. Yeah. <laughs> God. We didn't see the new Listen, Bond movie, but we saw the 80s Bond movie. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's how cutting edge. There's a Star Wars movie out. See, I, I saw it. What was that? Are you familiar? It's a small sci-fi. I, I can discuss it, but I would spoil it if you guys care. Has, and, it, has anyone seen it? Yes, you, you I did. Have. You? 
I haven't, but my dad thinks I have. Okay. <laughs> all of our dads think all of what, us have. What, what level of lies are you living with when you're dad where you have to make up movies? I don't know why I don't want to tell my dad that I'm a cat sitter, but I don't. So I was doing an overnight with the cat, and mm. um, my excuse for not being able to call him back was that I was watching Star Wars. Oh. So don't tell him. Did you tell him what He doesn't one? know what podcasts are. So. I was like, well, did you see Star Wars? How was it? Laughed my ass off. <laughs> That's what I did. Did you? Hilarious. Movie. I'm a big fan of the Old Republic universe of Star mm. Wars. Will oh. I be happy with the movie? Ah, wrong person to ask because I don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wrong person to ask because I don't give a shit about mm. your nerd trash. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know why you spent money to see it then. Okay, though. <laughs> I like events. <laughs> I like 4D because like the chair vibrates, it spits air at you. It's like, Pugh! take that, enjoy your movie. Pugh! Here's your kettle glaze. You know, you haven't seen these before, but we've got s'mores, which has like marshmallow graham cracker. Uh, We've got the croissant style. These have uh, cream inside, and they're layered in flavor. Is that an apple fritter? I think that's a blueberry fritter. Blueberry fritter. And there's a Boston cream. I can slice these in half. I'll uh, have a a half of uh, one of the cronutty ones. I'd like to eat all of them. Uh, the croissant right. style was. But 2015 was the big cereal year. This is the year yeah. that cereal got huge and everyone started listening to podcasts because of cereal. And <clears throat> Undisclosed is, is the best other podcast about that case, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm just plugging other podcasts on your oh, podcast. Is that cool? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I, listened, I listened to one called Unsolved last night. That was the first serial knockoff that I've heard. So it was like those cereals that are at the bottom of the shelf. It cost about a exactly. dollar. Exactly. It, it was the Malto meal cereal. The news- well, these are incredible. Uh, we're talking about podcasts. Uh, lore was a big hit for me. All that- I found the Lore podcast this mm-hmm. year, too. Did I, did I tell you about it? Um, I think, you no, know, my friend Katie, she posted. It's really important uh, that we figure she, out. Give yeah. me this one! <laughs> no, she posted that, like, she liked it, but it got too intense. It's like, oh, it's too much for me. I, I, I don't know about what, listening to this. And I'm like, oh, is it now? Then I listened to it, loved it immediately. Yeah, uh, that's my favorite one right now, probably. I went through them too fast, though, David. I now have to wait for them, like, now I have to wait for them every two weeks like a sucker. I know. You binge listened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah, there's quite a bit of choice. It's almost overwhelming, right? Like, how do I choose a cheese? How do you there choose are so cheese? many. Here's what you do. Get online. Mm-hmm. The internet will tell you. What's the cheese for you? Mm-hmm. Do you want a sharp cheese? Do you have, like, a sponsor that's a cheese curated... Uh... Yeah, sharp cheddar. So no 2016 resolutions, but do you guys have any plans like that are coming up? Super... 2015 is the first year in which I got really poor for a little while. I've like never really experienced being poor before. It sucks. Like Those I character. Have, like I didn't have gas money sometimes mm. even. Like I didn't even have gas to go to an open mic. <laughs> I didn't know that happened to people. Oh, oh. the struggle is like, real. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's super embarrassing to be a lawyer and be poor. I gave my resume to the cat nanny job. And mm-hmm. It was like you know Southwestern Law School. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take care of your cat? <laughs> 
Well, that's good because my cat does have some outstanding legal issues. <laughs> He's being sued by a number of creditors. Oh. So what do you have going on in 2016? Not what's, being poor. That's up? my goal. Get rich. Yeah. Well, not rich. Ooh. Just, you know, I just want to, like, no, get whatever I want, whatever I want. That's all. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Simple it. request. Wow. And what Fallout 4? Now that's attainable. That I think you can do. <laughs> that's like a big goal. <laughs> Look, I either want whatever I want instantaneously all the time or a $60 video game. We all benefit. Well, folks, party's over. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Because this is a sound file which is not capable of being physically inhabited. Thank you to my guests, Jorge Riverall, Becky Kluger, and Aaron Pita. Thanks to Gary Best for the Midnight Breakfast theme and Mike Garvin for additional music. The Midnight Breakfast team is myself, David Sharp, audio engineer and editor Dave Brennan, and culinary engineer and editor Shayna, the baked Japanese sweet potato, Brennan. To hear more from any of these folks, start with their Twitter pages. Aaron is at Aaron Pita, Jorge is at Jorge Riverall, and Becky is, of course, Big Dick Becky. I am David Ann Sharp, the show is at 12am Breakfast, and if you like the show, please don't hesitate to contact us. Why don't you make it your New Year's resolution to tell someone about the show? That someone could be the folks at iTunes, and you could tell them by rating and reviewing us. That would be pretty cool. And one more time, thanks to our amazing sponsor, Kettle Glazed Donuts, online at kettleglazed.com. Kettle Glazed. Great donuts. If you also feel like being an amazing sponsor, you can go to our Patreon page. The link is up on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Give us money. Well, I, for one, will always remember 2015 as the year that I got to start doing this show. And I'd like to thank everyone that has been a part of it in any way, even if it was just listening to this sentence right now. I hope 2016 is the year that you finally figure out how to weaponize your entire skill set. There will be some changes to the show this coming year, as we're always trying to evolve into a higher functioning beast. For one, we'll be moving to an every other week production schedule so that we can spend a little more time on each episode. And also, my personal New Year's resolution is to make a live midnight breakfast happen. But whatever this new set of 365 days brings us, I'm glad that you're here with us along for the ride. Midnight Breakfast is a production on the Crab Diving Network. It's midnight, everyone. It's a brand new year.